Thanks for being here with us for EISO's podcast series. We're very pleased to have Dr. Federico Mastroleo here with us today to discuss the usage of artificial intelligence in oncology. Thanks for having me today. I'm really happy to be part of the EISO podcast series. We're very happy to have you here today to speak about this very uh, relevant and current topic. So can you tell us what is artificial intelligence and why it is so important in oncology? Uh, well, the first time uh, I heard about artificial intelligence, I imagined a big blue brain that knew everything, like in a sci-fi series. Um, unfortunately, I soon discovered after that it involved uh, highly complex mathematical models. When we talk about artificial intelligence, we refer to complex algorithms and models that can perform tasks typically associated with uh, human intelligence, such as learning, problem solving and decision making. It's like having a human being who has learned how to behave in specific situations by processing and analyzing large amounts of data. The growth of research in artificial intelligence and its, application, its applications in biomedicine is evident when searching on common biomedical literature search engines. Over the last decade, there has been a substantial increase in the number of uh, scientific articles on this topic. It seems like this field has really exploded. More and more scientific articles involve AI meters. You have likely heard of machine learning, neural networks, deep learning, and so on. For example, AI algorithms can analyze CT scans to identify tumors, classify them according to their type and stage, and track changes over time. They can also be used to analyze large amounts of patient data, such as electronic health records and genomics data, to identify patterns and predict outcomes that would otherwise be difficult to discover. This can help clinicians make more accurate diagnoses. Some scientists believe that AI will uh, revolutionize medicine and even replace some jobs currently done by humans. While I'm not so confident about the latter, I do believe that AI will be fundamental in medicine, particularly in oncology, since it can help in cancer diagnosis, treatment and management. Can you explain to us a little bit about what makes up an AI model and how it can be developed? Well, AI is being used in various ways in oncology today, and new applications are being developed every day. One of the uses of AI in oncology is its ability to assist in cancer diagnosis, as I mentioned earlier. AI can analyze medical images such as CT scans, MRI scans and X-rays, which can be very useful for radiologists who can rely on an AI. We often refer to this task as image segmentation which involves identifying structures of interest within an image, such as organs or tumors. So to perform image segmentations, various machine learning models can be used, including convolutional neural networks and deep learning algorithms. These models are trained on large datasets of annotated medical images, where each pixel or voxel is labeled with with its corresponding anatomical structure or pathology, of course. So once trained, the model can automatically segment new images with high accuracy and speed. 
This type of algorithm has been widely used during the recent pandemic to improve the diagnosis of COVID-19, starting from CT scans and X-rays. Radiation oncologists can also use these algorithms to automatically segment organs or lesions, helping to create a smooth pipeline and reducing the overall time needed to start the treatment. Meanwhile, in precision oncology, machine learning algorithms can analyze genomic data to identify specific genetic mutations driving a patient cancer. This information can guide treatment decisions such as selecting target therapies that specifically target these mutations. Machine learning can also predict patient outcomes such as the likelihood of recurrence or response to certain treatments based on various factors such as patient demographics, genomic data, and medical history. We could say that today AI is uh, already part of a lot of systems we use daily in oncology, and there is an important effort in researching new applications. You've just spoken about the split of input data and training and test subset. What are they exactly? Exactly. As said before, machine learning, the input dataset is typically split into two subsets, the training data subset and the testing data subset, with a given proportion. So to make the long story short, um, let's use our previous example, and let's imagine we split the data into an uh, 80 to 20 proportion. The training dataset, in our case the 80% of the data, is used to train or fit the model on the data by adjusting the parameters or weights of the model. The model is trained to minimize the difference between the predicted output and the actual output on the training data. Once the model is trained, it is evaluated on the testing dataset, so the remaining 20% of the data. The testing dataset is a set of data that the model has not seen before and it is used to estimate the performance of the model of new and unseen data. Using separate training and testing datasets, um, this helps to evaluate the performance uh, of the model on the data that has not seen before, which is important to avoid overfitting. Overfitting is a common problem in machine learning that occurs when a model becomes too complex and it fits the training data too closely, resulting in poor generalization to new and unseen data. In other words, the model starts to memorize the training data instead of learning general patterns from it, and as a result it performs well on the training data but poorly on the testing data. This can happen when the model is too complex relative to the amount of training data available, or when the model is trained for too many iterations. To detect overfitting, we compare the performance of the model on the training and testing data. If the model performs significantly better on the training data than on the testing data, it is likely overfitting. There are various techniques to prevent overfitting, but this can be quite technical. 
Well, we certainly have many more questions about this topic. The last one for today is um, if you could tell us a little bit about what some of the ethical considerations are in using artificial intelligence methods in oncology and in healthcare in general. There are several ethical considerations that arise when uh, using artificial intelligence in healthcare. And new ones emerge day by day thanks to the massive interest towards this field. One of the biggest concerns is the potential for bias in the data and algorithms using AI models. If the data used to train the model is biased, then the model itself may be biased and make biased predictions or recommendations. This could lead to unfair treatment of certain patients or populations. For example, if a machine learning model is trained on data that is predominantly from one racial or ethnic group, then the model may not perform well for patients from other groups. Another ethical consideration is the potential for privacy breaches. AI models often require larger amounts of data, which may include sensitive patient information. One example could be a large database of CT scans used to train and test an image segmentation algorithm. If this database uh, is not properly secured, then it could be accessed by an, an, an unauthorized individual or entity linked to potential privacy violation. Additionally, there are concerns around transparency and accountability in AI models. If the algorithms using a model are too complex or opaque, then it may be difficult for healthcare providers and patients to understand how the model is making its decisions uh, or recommendations. This lack of transparency could uh, erode trust in the technology and uh, ultimately undermine its effectiveness in healthcare. To address these, experimental AI has been developed to make models more transparent and interpretable. Finally, there are concerns around uh, the potential for AI to replace human judgment and decision-making. While it can be a powerful tool for augmenting human decision-making, it is important to ensure that healthcare providers remain in control of uh, clinical decision-making and that the use of artificial intelligence does not lead to dehumanization or loss of empathy in healthcare interactions, especially in oncology. Thanks again for being here with us. We appreciate it. So thanks again for inviting me today and uh, don't hesitate to contact me on LinkedIn or Twitter for any questions or curiosities about the world of AI in oncology. Thanks for joining us and don't forget to check out our other EEZO podcasts.